0: 1. Dave Taylor looked down at the perfect little human creature he held cradled in his hands. Delicate skin, warm scent, fragile bones, and asked, Tell me again why she isn't ours? Over at the kitchen bench, Denise snorted, her hands busily assembling their lunch. You know why, Davey. I still haven't found what I'm looking for, he hazarded. See, I knew you'd listen eventually. I didn't know that I even had to look. Dave gazed down at this exquisite tiny replica of Denise and let out a sigh, wondering why she was so sure he wasn't looking for this, exactly this. They'd been Denny and Davy for so very long, since his very first day at school over twenty years ago, and it bewildered him why they weren't Denny and Davy and Zoe now. The baby's fine hair glowed golden, as his own and Denise's did. Zoe didn't even have any of her father's dark Italian looks, at least not from what Dave could make out. "'Hey,' he murmured a greeting as the baby's eyes fluttered a little "'and then opened to return his gaze with solemn blue. "'Hey there, Zoe. I'm Davy.' "'The baby turned to curl trustingly into his chest. "'I'm your... well, I'm your mum's best mate, I think.' "'Of course you are,' Denise put in with a brisk scorn "'for the notion that there could be any doubt about it. "'There was a brief scowl of frustration from Zoe "'and then a yawn which threatened to become a wail. Denise came over and put a plate of sandwiches down on the table before Dave, and then took Zoe, settled in a chair around the corner and rearranged her own clothing so that Zoe could feed. Denise's very matter-of-factness emphasised that Dave was considered as mostly harmless now, not even the ex, but only the friend who had no chance at all of regathering what he'd lost. Where's Vittorio? he asked, reaching for a sandwich and keeping his eyes politely averted as if he hadn't known that very breast as intimately as anyone might, not so long ago. Work. He got called out. He'll be a while. Denise paused to shift Zoe a little in her arms, as if still trying to find the right hold. The baby wasn't even two weeks old. What did you want to talk about? You said you had a trip coming up? Yeah, I could be gone for a while. It's all happened very quickly. That's good, she replied, then added as if bracing him up. It's good for business. Tour group, isn't it? No, just one guy. An English earl, for God's sake. Well, the son of an earl or something. I've been dealing with the father's butler, and he wasn't real specific. What does that make him? The son, I mean. Out of place, out of time. What's he doing over here? Dave groaned, chasing down some mythical butterfly. Apparently no one's even sure it ever existed in the first place. A quest? Denise's eyes had lit up, though Dave knew well enough it was at least half in humor. A knight on a quest? A genuine knight? Um, yeah, so. And you're his squire! Oh, God. Shut up, would you? He grumbled, good naturedly. It's just as well that Japanese tour group canceled for June. He's booked me up for three months. That sobered her up. You're gonna be out there for three months? Dave essayed a shrug. Not the whole time, of course, but the idea is that we get this done, whatever it takes. When I told him I had that week's trip in July with the Americans, he said he'd come along too if he was welcome, or he'd wait for me to meet up with him again afterwards. And if we find the damn butterflies early, he's paying me the full fee anyway. Huh, was her only response. A thoughtful silence stretched while Zoe finished up one breast and was switched over to the other. Dave stared out the French windows of the backyard until Denise was decently hidden again. I just don't know what to expect, Dave said. Why? Not because he's English. Your dad was English. Yeah, I always forget that. Dave smiled a little wistfully. He still misses dad. But that's not it. What's the problem, then? I only hope he's up to it. The guy who made the booking, his butler or secretary or whatever, he said, What? Just before he hung up, he said, Well, to treat him kindly. So I'm left thinking, God knows what to expect. He didn't tell you why? Nope. And I even asked. I followed up with an email. He just shrugged me off all very proper and dignified as if he hadn't even said it in the first place. Huh, eventually Denise asked. So where do you start when you're looking for a butterfly that may or may not even exist? The other side of Kunamulla. There's supposed to be a waterhole, though it's not on any maps, and that's... A mythical waterhole? Pretty much straight out of the dream time, yeah. You need to talk to Charlie, won't you? Denise visibly relaxed at the notion. You talk to Charlie before you head out there, and you take care. You hear me, Davy? you take care. Of course I will, he scoffed. How many years have I been doing this? No, I mean it. You have to come back, see, because you're going to be, well, whatever the irreligious version of a godparent is for Zoe. An irreligious godparent. Dave just laughed. But before he left, he pressed a gentle kiss to the top of Zoe's milk-scented, golden-haired head, and he silently wished her well, just in case.